0: All right, team, let's go ahead and let's get it started. You guys know where you're at. It's stock market movers. Let's go. Time to get it started. Let's run right into the show today. We got, of course, the question of the day Did we see the dash for trash and today we'll talk all about it the spy going up there towards the 400 turning right around coming back down we'll talk all about it of course with our guest today you don't want to miss it we got thomas hayes chairman and managing member at great hill capital and of course find out my swing trade of the day also all on stock market movers you guys know where you're at hit the like let's get it started There are three ways to make a living in this business. Be first, be smarter, or cheat. I can't help you cheat, but I can give you the informational edge to help you succeed in the markets. Welcome to Stock Market Movers, all the market moving headlines and expert opinions every day. They say money is the oxygen of capitalism and I wanna breathe more than any man alive. What's going on, team? How are we doing? Let's get into the action. You guys let me know what's moving out there. I see you guys in the chat. Easy Shannon, the crow, Garrett Invest, Beach Bum, training in the house, of course, EKS, Easy Mike. It's good to see you guys out there. Say hello, guys. Let's go ahead. Let's get right towards the action. Of course, I'll take a look at the market first, and then we'll talk about the action that's going on right now. Uh, Let's go right towards the SPY and see what we're at. Looks like we're down here now towards 392.20s. If you guys remember on live trading, I talked about how it would only be concerning for me if we were breaking this Friday low, which is 393.34. We're at 393.21. There it goes. There goes the low there. So we'll see if we actually close below that. That would be an actual really bad close because now you're really starting to come back down and creating kind of that U effect on the daily. You guys can see how that starts to come into play here as you see kind of this U effect. That's going to go ahead and give us that retracement. Another thing to notice is, did we hold above the 200-day moving average? Looks like we're rejecting it again. Back into the channel, it seems like, now, of course, the question will come, did the Dash for Trash trade end today? I think that's what we need to be asking ourselves and keeping our eyes out for. So let's take a look at that Dash for Trash trade today and see how it did. That's Triple BY. Why? We'll go ahead and, and start there because that's really what got this started. Started getting a nice little pop. We've been seeing this get up there. It got to as high as 587 today. You still got a little bit of a pop towards the open. But when the market cracked, so did this trade. Let's go take a look at DME. Same thing happened here. As you're starting to see this trade come right back down. AMC, let's go to that one. This one short-lived also. Couldn't really hold those gains. Now starting to crack. We'll see if this can continue, of course. Uh, Names like Carvana, right? Carvana was getting a little bit of a bounce as of late. You guys can see today turning back to the downside. Affirm. What's going on with this, right? Is the Dash for Trash trade over something that we need to be asking ourselves as we're starting to see these trades fall off the tape? And of course, we've talked about it, how the rotation in these comes in, but can be very wicked and can turn around in a hurry. And for that being mentioned, right, is the whole January effect trade coming to an end? I think this is something that we need to start considering, especially when we look at stocks like ARKK and we see that they're really starting to come back down did the January effect come and go that's what I'll be asking my guests coming up here at 115 don't miss it with Tom Hayes let's keep going into the action let's get back towards the headlines today of course we can talk about what happened with the numbers this morning we still got a lot of numbers coming in at the the moment so it's going to keep going all day long The best way I do to keep up with all this, of course, is just bring in my Benzinga Pro. You guys can do this also. Easy way is just using our calendar, right? Our calendar widget, right? I think that's very important to kind of catch. You guys will be able to catch with all the action that's hitting And, of course, that's what you want to be seeing, right? What happened today? And there's still more action expected. Fed talk all day long, right? What is Barker saying later today, right? What did Bullard say this morning? All things that matter. You guys can keep up with all that, of course, Benzinga Pro. You guys get your two-week trial. Look down in the description below. And, like always, you don't even need a credit card for that two-week trial. Let's keep going. Let's take a look at some other action we can get into at least those numbers to talk about it. That's what I think we should at least get into. So let's go ahead. I'm going to bring this up here and then we'll roll through some of this, talk about how is it affecting the stock market, right? Well, let's talk about first PPI. That was what we were going to definitely pay attention to, especially the year over year PPI, because I think that that's where a lot of people were looking at do you guys see it here? And I can also put a banner at the bottom here. Um, we got the PPI to come in at 5.5 versus the 5.7 estimate. 6.2 was the prior. I think that's definitely important to catch. We'll see how this affects, right? I mean, what did we see really come down in the PPI? I think this is all about gasoline. Gasoline did come down. But if we think, if we think about where we're at right now, compared to where we were when this reading was taken, oil has actually spiked from that. And oil is actually getting more expensive. As I was looking at WTI this morning, uh, definitely getting a little bit of a spike. Let's take a look where we're at right now. We definitely got up there towards 82.10. Now back towards 80. Let's see if we stay in the 80s there for crude, because if we do... It's going to be a little bit worrisome, at least for kind of inflation measures. Also, retail sales coming in at a negative 1.1 percent versus the negative 0.8 estimate, showing weakness in retail. Of course, we kind of were expecting that after we saw kind of some of the retail numbers after the Black Friday in December. Uh, retail sales not looking the best. So, let's get into that. We'll get a take a look at maybe like a best buy right this trade was really strong going into that kind of december time but as you can see january started pushing up now starting to decline these are the types of trades that i can expect to start falling off and for that being mentioned we'll see what happens i mean because macy's was still pretty strong today um now starting to pull back of course with the market but Some department stores are still staying strong. BBS is really the example of a beast. Look at the daily chart on this as it's actually pushing right back towards highs, right? We'll see what happens on a department store like Dillard's, but it's not all retail. It's definitely a mixed bag, right? Nike has been really strong as of late, starting to pull back. We'll see if this actually continues to pull back with the retail sales that we've been getting. All right, catching up with the chat. What's going on out there? The crow, Shannon, scooped up some more XOM. Mm, we'll talk a little bit about oil coming up. I know Tom knows a lot about oil, so I'll sneak in a little question there for you, Shannon. We'll keep going here. Easy, Mike, how we doing? Short PayPal? Hmm. Some interesting names being called out today. Seems like we'll have a great chat when we get into what was hot and what was not. Remember, that's when you guys take lead also. Throw up those stocks. We'll make sure to touch them all. All right, let's keep going. Let's get into our headline of the day. Of course, one of the major ones United Airlines, clear for takeoff, as I put on my Twitter. Let's take a look at the action today. You guys can see we were popping off of these numbers now into the open market, really getting that drop, uh, drive right back down. Let's talk about what they gave, though. Their earnings were really great here. United Airlines Holdings Q4 adjusted EPS at $2.46. Beat the $2.10 estimate. Sales at $12.4 billion. Beat the $12.23 billion estimate. Now, where it really gets interesting is when we talk about 23 adjusted EPS outlook, right? They gave a $10 to $12 on the high end versus a $6.54 estimate. That really, given the outlook there, given the lift, right? We saw even some stocks climbing in the pre-market from this. Airlines, like American Airlines. DAL delta that had gotten hit off their earnings was climbing up right climbing that wall of worry pulling back now so i'm definitely going to be looking for opportunities in these airlines if they can just pull back to significant levels we'll look to see like let's say in american airlines i'm looking for something let's say closer towards 15 can we get back towards that 200 day average fill in this gap especially once we fill in that gap i'll feel a little bit more confident but Airlines have been really strong as of late. We'll see what happens to UAL now. Can this come back, fill in this gap here around the 47, down towards 47.68? And then I'll look for somewhere between, let's say, 45 and 46. Somewhere in there. Doesn't look like a bad opportunity there for United Airlines. And, of course, overall, the airlines have been doing great. Also, cruise lines been doing great. But we have to see, is this trade falling off the wagon as it was really strong? and now starting to slow down. We'll find out. All right, getting out of United in a few minutes, we'll get into our interview. Want to sneak one more in here today that is getting a move. Let's talk about Moderna announcing, of course, let's get to their stock first. Let's take a look at the action on the 15 minute. You can see how we were coming up in the after hours. Got a spike even in the open, but started pulling back. I wonder this is an opportunity here. Let's talk about Moderna. They announced an investigational respiratory RSV vaccine, and it's met its primary efficacy endpoint in phase three trial in older adults. It looks like the efficacy was at 83.7%. So definitely something that I want to keep in mind because this has had a recent pullback Going into the new year, started getting a little bit of a bounce. This pullback seems like an opportunity for me. We'll look to see if we can pull back below 195 into the 190, somewhere between there. I like Moderna. I've been keeping my eye on this. And overall, I mean, biotech hasn't been the worst, right? If we look at IBB, it's looked like it's tried to get going. Of course, some of this has fallen off as some of the value trade has fallen off. Also take a look at like XLV and you guys can see how healthcare has been pulling back, right? It's been kind of in the sideways, even taking a down hit today. Some of the major healthcare names pulling back. We'll talk about that in what was hot and what was not coming up in just about, i say about 20 minutes here. All right, let's get out of Moderna talk. We'll get into more about that in, of course, what was hot and what was not. There's still a lot of headlines to touch, team. We'll get into the other headlines. We got Microsoft, of course, letting people go. We'll talk about how that affects with also Amazon. Walt Disney battle with Nelson Peltz. We'll see what happens there. Tesla being mentioned out there. We'll talk about what was mentioned on Twitter. Looks like Tesla definitely taking a step back today. And of course, Albertson's special dividend how does that affect the stock we'll take a look into it a couple of upgrades and downgrades and don't forget it the swing trade of the day will come up a little bit later today hit the thumbs up if you guys are excited to get into our first interview smash the like. let's go <laughs> all right let's bring on tom hayes here managing member at great hill capital welcome back on how are we doing tom
1: i'm doing great mitch good to talk to you as always
0: it's always great to talk to you of course it looks like today we finally ran into the wall some might call it the january effect wall is what i'm referring to a little bit it looks like you know i have the question now and i feel a lot of investors are asking this question is this more a pause in the recent action or more long, stocks starting to show at least a reverse from the recent rally?
1: Yeah, it's a great question, Mitch. It's, it's the million-dollar question. I do think that uh, we've had a 15% rally off the uh, October lows. It's time to have a little bit of a consolidation. The move is a little bit exhausted. But people are still off sides. And I do think after we get through this short-term consolidation, whether it's a week or so, uh, the path of least resistance is Higher, uh, I think, uh, will consolidate short term and keep in mind, uh, Q4 earnings season, although it just started, uh, it's basically going to end in a few weeks, okay, <laughs> after we get major tech earnings. And I think what's going to change about that is 2022 is no longer a factor, and then you have 2023 earnings, which right now are you know 229.52, which is consensus. And people are saying, oh, well, if we're going to get a slowdown, 17.2 times multiple is too high. But the minute those Q4 earnings roll off, we're no longer going to be focused on current year earnings. We're going to start looking forward to 2024 earnings, which are at 252.74. And in that case, we're only trading at 15.6 times 2024 earnings. And I think that shift is going to start to happen in coming weeks as we get through earnings. The other thing to keep in mind with earnings, Mitch, which is very important, Everyone had very, very low expectations coming into this earnings season, negative 4.1%. But if you look at the Atlanta GDP now, it's saying that GDP grew in Q4 at plus 4.1%. So, uh, so that, that dog don't hunt. Either uh, GDP expectations are too high or earnings expectations were too low. And we think earnings expectations were too low. We're going to have a positive surprise to the upside. Uh, guidance will be a little bit better than expected. And then we start to look forward to uh, 252 in 2024. And that's when people start to say, wait a second, there is value here at 15 and a half times, we'll have consolidated. And, uh, and by then, you know, maybe the Fed will be done with their hawk talk. We were doing just fine after PPI until Mester got on the horn and Bullard got on the horn and talked the market down this morning. That's the bad news. The good news is neither of them have a vote moving forward. So uh, their words are pretty much meaningless.
0: All right. Now, one thing I have been looking at, of course, is that we've been seeing kind of the amount of layoffs continue to grow right in the tech. Are you concerned that this is going to show up further down into earnings? Right. I mean, it just
1: seems to kind of make sense if they're
0: laying off. Do they expect trouble
1: going forward? Yeah, I think this is actually very positive because. Uh, Number one, they'll take the one-off severance like you saw a a billion-dollar charge with uh, Microsoft this morning. But what you're going to see, and we talked about this in December, is you're going to see a slew of these these announcements. You know, Microsoft 10,000, Amazon you've seen, uh, Salesforce you've seen. And you're going to see more and more, and they're all going to come in January because no one makes layoffs in December before the holidays. And uh, what that is actually going to do that no one's really paying attention to is you're going to start to see political pressure heat up very, very quickly, particularly if you think about where most of these layoffs are concentrated in Nancy Pelosi's uh, constituency in San Francisco uh, and the whole tech area of California. And you're going to see politicians start to come out and really rail into the Fed. If you thought Trump was hard on, on Powell when he was in office, these Congress people are going to start coming out and say, you've tightened enough. It's evident that inflation has collapsed, is rolling over materially. You have to take into account the lag, effect. there's no reason that we should have hundreds of thousands of people laid off unnecessarily just for you to try to rectify an egregious error that you made last year by saying it was transitory and the Fed funds rate wouldn't go above 1%. It finished the year at 4.25%. We found out inflation wasn't transitory and now you're overdoing it to the other side. So don't make two mistakes. One mistake was enough. You could actually declare victory, say we're going to keep rates elevated at these levels like they did from 1995 to 1999. They kept the Fed funds rate uh, elevated at 6.5 percent and tech did exceptionally well during that period. So they could keep rates elevated. Maybe they do another 25 basis points and pause and keep it there at 450, 475 uh, you know, for nine or 12 months, see how the economy absorbs that. And my guess is if they did do that and they stopped in time and created a soft landing, they could keep the Fed funds right there for quite a long time, maybe many years. But if they go too hard, they're going to just have to, to cut again, cause a recession and start all over, uh, which would be an egregious error.
0: Well, it seems like you're in the camp of what the Fed Watch tool is now showing, right? 94.3% probability of a 25 basis point hike at the Fed's next meeting. Of course, there was a lot of people still hawking on 50 basis points. So interesting to see that starting to get that high. Do you have that high conviction also kind of more, I wouldn't say maybe 90%, but what do you feel about that outlook there?
1: Yeah, I, I, well, we've always been in the twenty-five basis point camp. They should do zero, uh, but that would make too much sense. And why why make one mistake when you can make two? So uh, they'll go for two, uh, and then and then they'll have to stop sooner rather than later. Maybe an intra-meeting uh, announcement that they're they're going to pause as they see the data roll over. I mean, retail sales. Uh, negative in December during the holiday season. I mean, you don't you don't need to know a lot more. Manufacturing production came in worse than expected today. Industrial production came in worse than expected today. Retail sales came in worse than expected. PPI is negative five point negative five point five percent month on month. You annualize that, you're you know negative uh, multi points there, and uh, and apparently they're just not getting the message yet. So hopefully by the February meeting. Uh, They'll be getting enough pushback from politicians that, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of layoffs are unnecessary and they'll uh, they'll calm down and uh, they can keep it elevated if they want to keep things restricted. I think that's a good idea. Keep things restrictive. Don't uh, don't get too easy too quickly, but you don't need to go much tighter than you are now.
0: I wonder, right, if uh, Powell was kind of giving us a little bit more of that forward outlook with kind of his recent comments that came out of the, the conference when he was saying that uh, it's going to be like un, unwished decisions, like the decisions that he's going to be making moving forward aren't going to be some favorable ones. Let's hope that's not the case. Let's move forward. Let's get into an area that you've been all on top of. Tom, definitely got to give you the shout out for that. And that's talking about the China trade, right? Let's talk about this.
1: Is this pullback that we're getting today an opportunity or has this trade gone too far? Uh, In the long term, it hasn't even started. In the short term, it's got to take a breather and a consolidation. So, you know, companies like Alibaba, which we've been buying for months and pounding the table for months uh, and averaging in our last purchase was at $61. Our, Our basis is higher. Uh, But we think that the intrinsic value of this, some of the parts when you look at the cloud business right now is where AWS was, uh, Amazon Web Service was in 2016. Uh, We think that's going to add another $10 billion of operating income uh, to Alibaba, which would mean a a 66% increase over their peak when it was trading at $319 a share. Uh, moving forward. Then you got the Ant Financial IPO. Now that's going to happen within 12 to 24 months. They had the change of control. All the actions have been taken. That's the largest financial services business basically in Asia. Uh, And you own a third of that as an Alibaba shareholder. And then finally, the missing piece that that is what catalyzed the trade uh, was the dollar stopped going up. And that was the the secret to emerging markets. Uh, The dollars weakened about 10% in the last few months. And uh, companies like Alibaba are up 95% off of their lows. Uh, Then you get Ryan Cohen, Mr. Meme himself, but also a multi-billionaire step into the stock. uh, We found out yesterday through the Wall Street Journal, he's bought a few hundred million dollars of stock and he's telling the company you should buy back more stock. And I'm adding to that, not only should you buy back more stock, you should stop buying back and then giving it out to management at Stockholders Comp and respect equity holders, do cash bonuses, And uh, and let the buybacks be accretive to shareholders and increase earnings per share and drive the stock uh, over the next few years. So um, to answer your question, uh, it's uh, you know, it's probably going to take a breather after moving close to 100 percent in two or three months. Uh, You know, maybe that's days, weeks. I don't know. Uh, But when you look two, three years out, uh, this is going to be a much, much higher stock and it's going to revert back to its intrinsic value, which is uh, uh, meaningfully higher from here.
0: Yeah, there's not many stocks that you see uh, a lot of the moving averages starting to even turn. You're seeing the 200-day start actually going to the upward angle. That hasn't happened in a long time. So we'll see what happens here, especially on you know the overall China trade. You could look at FXI. Similar gives you that outlook there. We'll look to see if we get some pullback opportunities here, Tom. Appreciate you being on top of this trade, definitely, and bringing it to the audience. Let's get out of the China trade. Let's continue Let's talk about what's going on in Moderna. It looks like, of course, recent, uh, they're just putting out more kind of vaccines. They're not just COVID anymore. I think this is the important thing. What do you think about a stock like Moderna?
1: Look, we love biotech for 2023. We built up a position in in late 2022. It bottomed in May. The sector bottomed in May of 2022, uh, several months before the overall market bottomed. Uh, and we think we, our thesis was predicated on the fact, number one, we buy a basket because we don't think we can predict which company is going to get approvals when or which companies are going to get taken out. But when you buy a basket uh, and, the, and the group is at historical low v- valuations, which it was in 2022 and still is, uh, you can really, really benefit moving forward. So uh, the two catalysts there are number one is drug approval. So you've seen some major approvals in the Alzheimer's space which means that you're going to see more and more money come in and want to get involved. You're seeing blockbuster uh, drug approvals. Moderna has this special vaccine mechanism with the MRNA. We saw it with the the recent approval last night, Uh, but we like the basket. We wouldn't want to put our money just in one name like Moderna because you, all of these companies are going to be racing to the finish line. Vaccine first, but Moderna's was, you know, it, it did exceptionally well also, Uh, So I think you just want to have exposure to the group because the group is historically undervalued. And moving forward, you're going to see a lot more drug approvals now that the FDA is focused on their normal actions for two years. They were just focused on COVID. And you're going to see a tremendous amount of deal activity. Even in the slowdown in the fall, you saw major deal activity big pharma is facing patent cliffs. What they have is a lot of cash on their balance sheets. What they don't have is a lot of growth moving forward. So when would be a better time to buy growth than biotech, which is trading at historically low valuations? And you saw a bunch of deals in late 2022. You're going to see a lot more in 2023. And that is going to drive more and more institutional flows into the biotech sector. Uh, That is a, a key position for us. We've got China, Alibaba, we've got that. Uh, and we've got some some special situations in the US as well.
0: Love it. And I d- definitely like how you pointed out there, the bottoming of the sector in 22. I know that you always like to stay in looking at that weakness to try to catch some opportunities. Any concerns for big tech earnings? Or maybe this is a rotation that we should be looking at. I know a lot of people are concerned about these big techs.
1: Are you? Uh, there's none that I love except for Amazon. So... Uh, Amazon is is trading back at uh, 2018 levels. We've been talking about Amazon for four, six weeks. It was down to 85, I think it's, I don't know what it is today, 95. So it's just starting to move. Uh, But basically you're buying at 2018 prices. The difference is the Amazon web service business has tripled over that period. Their ad business has tripled over that period. Their e-commerce business has doubled over that period. And their prime membership has grown from 100 million to 163 million members, and you get it for the same price. So why is the stock trading like, uh, you know what, number one, uh, interest rates went up very, very quickly. That's fine. But number two, they over expanded warehouses during COVID. They thought that uh, it was going to be an unending uh, growth where people would stay home forever and never go, go back out to stores. That's unrealistic. So Jassy will fix that. He'll normalize the warehouse costs. As a matter of fact, there was an article that uh, probably major uh, layoff announcements are on the way. They'll take the one-time charge for the severance. That'll add to their margins. There'll be a leaner, meaner machine moving forward. Uh, and, uh, and we certainly like Amazon. Now, if you look at the Bank of America fund manager survey from yesterday, which I'm sure you saw, Mitch, uh, you know, managers, uh, 750 billion of AUM, about 250 man- 250 managers managing that, Uh, have their lowest U.S. equity allocations since October 2005, uh, August 2010, and September of 2017. In all those three instances, you want to be a net buyer. The other thing that people are getting faked out with the general indices, if you look country by country around the world, many countries are at or near new 52-week highs. Mexico is breaking out. The UK is breaking out, which everyone says they have the highest inflation and the biggest recession. All of these countries are breaking out. There's only two indices that look like garbage right now. Number one is the NASDAQ, which is the five uh, FANG stocks. And number two is Israel, which is a tech-based index. So X tech everything else is is in a new bull market. And and what that means is tech will follow. It may slightly underperform, but many of these names have come down so much That their rebounds, even if they underperform the general indices, can be material. And that's why we like Amazon. We like the things that are left for dead. I mean, Amazon was down 55 some odd percent, one of the best businesses in the world uh, historically and prospectively in our view.
0: Definitely appreciate you. Like always, Tom, I'll sneak one last in that I wanted to talk about, which is we don't do it too often, but the industrials, they've stayed strong. Specifically, we could talk maybe deer and cat that have really stayed strong, uh, or we could just do the XLI, right? I mean, that's really been uh, an area that I have seen strength as of late. Is this area an area that you're looking at this year, or is this more along just kind of a trade that has come, maybe a little bit of a value trap waiting
1: Yeah, I buy weakness and sell strength. I know there are a lot of traders out there that like to buy strength and sell weakness. Uh, The big money is made in buying weakness and holding for a few years, both from a tax standpoint uh, and from an economic standpoint. So cat and deer and many of the industrial names have had huge runs last year. That's when we were interested in them. We're much less interested. If you have to be in the vicinity, uh, we would actually look at some of the defense stocks that have gotten slaughtered this week on fears of the debt ceiling fights that they're gonna cut the defense budget. The one thing that you need to know about politicians is where they get their money from. Uh, defense is one area and uh, pharmaceuticals is another. So I think the probability of them doing meaningful cuts in the defense budget, particularly given the geopolitical concerns we have around the world, uh, are relatively low. Maybe there'll be modest cuts, but the way these things have sold off in recent weeks, uh, you know, I think there's opportunity in the Northrop Grumman's of the world maybe, maybe the Lockheed Martins. And that's as close as I would get to industrials. I mean, with cat and deer, they've had these monster runs. I'll leave that to someone else to play the breakout for a few points. Uh, I like to buy them when they're in the gutter, like uh, Amazon and Alibaba and make two, three, 400% over, you know, three to five years. That's more my style.
0: All right. The chat will kill me if I didn't ask a little bit about oil. What about that? I know that China's come kind of reopening. That could help some of the demand. But is this more along something that has just gone too far? And we're going to see that rotation coming soon.
1: Yeah, I'm agnostic. Uh, You know, we were pounding the table long energy stocks in 2020 when oil was trading at negative 30 and you couldn't Mm -hmm. give them away. That's when we buy them. Uh, we laid off early in 2022, probably a little too early, but you know you can't be a pig. Uh, and uh, energy stocks would have to come back, come in a lot more for us to reload, which we don't think is outside of the question. I do think certainly China demand will be material, but at the same time, the U.S. rig count is now uh, just at pre-pandemic levels. So while everyone looks to Russia and Saudis for production, what they're forgetting is that our production, which had been cut By 66% during the pandemic is now back at pre-pandemic levels. And that's recent news that, uh, you know, not everyone has in their models. So I do think China demand is material. I also think US production is material. So we remain agnostic on oil.
0: Well, definitely you guys in the chat, hit the thumbs up. I hope you guys appreciated that. Tom hitting every single area that I could think of to get into the markets today. Appreciate you Like always, Thomas Hayes, check him out guys, chairman and managing member, great Hill Capital. And you guys can always give Tom a good follow. He's a great one on Twitter. Appreciate it, Tom.
1: Thanks so much, Mitch.
0: All right, let's get back towards the action. We'll take a look into it. I thought that was a great interview. Definitely keeping my eyes open to that China opportunity. I've no, I've missed out on that trade. We'll see if we get another shot to get back into it. All right, let's get into the action. Let's go back towards the headlines. Of course, Microsoft in the headlines after letting uh, go a, t- a ten thousand employees. Uh, this is going to be through March 31st as the software maker braces, of course, for slower revenue growth. We'll see what happens. It is taking a $1.2 billion charge. charge. Uh, you can see today we got hit hard right back to the downside, of course, with the market coming down. It didn't help. Microsoft was able to climb the wall of worry yesterday. Not today. Definitely taking a hit. But also, what did you get out the gates? Kind of more of that bull trap. Right before the gates opened, we got a little bit of a spike up there. And you got to be careful with moments like that, right? Now we're starting to see a little bit of a turnaround. We'll see if Microsoft can come back down towards the lows around the 220s. First stop, really, just look to the left. You can see around 234, 233.56. We'll see if we can hold here around the 235. Or do we just come back down here and start breaking down? We'll see what happens there in Microsoft. I've talked about how this has really rejected kind of the break back up towards the 260s. Now we'll look to see if we come and take out the 220s on the downside action. And of course, this is coming after recent job cuts this month from Amazon, right? Well, that was able to get Amazon actually getting a little bit of a bounce. Let's see if it can actually get back towards 100. Amazon rejecting right now to get into that area. Um, So we'll see if we can get back there. Uh, Closed yesterday, 95.60s. Today, we went to a high of 99.32s. Seems like we can't get to that 100. Well, we just start rejecting and coming right back down in Amazon. We'll see what happens there. Let's keep moving. Let's get towards the headlines. The next one, let's actually take a break. Let's go to what was hot and what was not. This is where we go ahead and take a look at the sector and the industry moves out in the market. Let's go ahead and see what was moving today. So if we take a look right from the open, there's nothing in the green, at least in the sectors, right? That's just because the market dragging everything down. Healthcare is kind of your leading sector, but it's just not getting hit hard enough. But if you look into it, drug manufacturers taking a big hit here. Some of these bigger than others. You can see here, uh, AbbVie coming down fast now towards 149. Tried to bounce towards 155, broke through the low, making a new mark down. Also, Pfizer now down towards 45.20s. It had just come back up towards 54. Now we're back down there, cutting through kind of levels that I was looking at around 45.50. Now we're at 45.20s. We'll look to see if this can recover, but it doesn't look good right now for these companies. Merck had made a big move up. Will this start letting go? It's trying to hold on right now. But if it starts letting go, be careful there in Merck. It has made a huge move since October. We'll look to see if it retraces some of this. This is about a 31% move. If it retraces, we'll look to see if it comes back towards around 100. Definitely has been a big move as of late. And just to kind of mention that, XLV, we kind of pointed that out, how this is starting to come down. Be careful in healthcare team. It is pulling back. It is a sector that I really like for the year. But, of course, I do need to see some pullback action. There's nothing wrong with pullback, but we definitely need to catch the bounce. All right, basic materials also was starting the day not bad, right? I was even watching it. Some of these were doing well. Copper was doing well. Um, Aluminum was doing well. And even some of these special chemicals, uh, special chemical plays, I was looking at MOS, today and it was getting a nice little pop but really quickly short lived as it came back all the way now towards 4734 CF is one that I tried to trade I ended up break even on this it did give me a little spike towards 8744 was looking for the spike through 8750 and 88 wasn't able to get that glad I got out break even because I would have definitely took some pain going down there towards the 8450s Cleveland Cliff Took a little bit of a hit on this one today. Even though it's starting to recover now, doesn't look too bad. We'll look to see if this can continue pushing. X is another one that I'm watching, right? If this can keep pushing, look to see if X has a nice close. We'll see what happens there. Nucor is another steel name that I'm keeping a close eye on. Let's go to financial services. Financial services yesterday, Morgan Stanley, so strong, right? Well, today, pulling back. But it's still holding on. Morgan Stanley is still strong right now. You guys can see around the support around 96.33s. We'll look to see if this can keep holding. But look at Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs trying to make a little bit of a comeback today. Still hasn't really come back at all. I wanted to see this get back towards 360s if we were really going to bounce. We went down to 340, uh, 344 yesterday. Look on the daily chart. That was a hard hit down back there. We'll look to see if we start creating some support around 350s. That's where the area I could see we create a new support after it was resistance. We'll see if it's able to bounce back, get towards the 360s. Bank of America back into the red today. Wasn't able to climb the wall of worry. Yesterday it did right towards the close, then pulled off a little bit towards the bell but now you can see definitely coming off and JPM that was so strong for a while did a nice little up move now starting to turn around. All right, that's financial services. Let's keep going. Let's get into some different areas. If you guys got stocks you want to check out, definitely throw it on up. Let me just get some water right quick. All right, moving forward, let's keep going. Defensives, the area that got hit the hardest today, Let's talk about that. What area did get hit? Well, you can definitely see it in confectionery. If you're looking at confectionaries, you're looking at Mondelez. You're looking at Hershey's. Hard turnaround there really quickly to the downside. We'll see what happens as now Hershey's starting to break a long-term trend. Doesn't look good there. Of course, Mondelez also turning around there from 67. Was up there now really quickly coming back down. Packaged food, some of these getting hit hard. Uh, the one that i'd point out here, of course, the Kraft Heinz company look at that that's a slacking man, holy moly, from an opening price of forty two thirty eight now down there, low on the day thirty nine eighty three that was about a six percent move down today, not looking good there in Kraft Heinz. You can see this by our high cap leaders right we 'll see what happens, but not looking good there about five 5- 0.5% down overall we'll see what happens there walmart coming down fast pg a lot of this value trade getting hit hard coca-cola woo, it came for even the the value trade here on pepsi i was talking about how when pepsi started breaking here would we start seeing coke come back down it looks like that's what we're seeing right now as Pepsi comes down fast, I'd look for Coke to come down that fast, and you guys are seeing it starting to break. We'll see what happens on those names. Costco has tried to remain strong, tried to get back towards 500. We'll see if this can keep pushing. Estee Lauder pulling back a little bit. BTI, tobacco getting hit there. We'll see what happens there. Philip Morris also showing up there, so not a good day in tobacco. But you guys know how I feel about tobacco. This wacko. Let's go. Let's keep going. Uh, Grocery stores showed up there also. ACI coming down today after news reporting, of course. This had already gone through ex-dividend, but Washington state court decision removed the temporary restraining order that blocked Albertson from paying the special dividend of about $4 billion. So it looks like they're going to be able to pay out that dividend. You had to have had it by the ex-dividend date, so it's not like you can jump in it now. But something to keep in mind. All right, we'll see what else is going on. And Krispy Kreme Donuts. Actually went to Krispy Kreme Donuts the other day. A little cheat day. You know, you got to have a sneak a little cheat day every now and then. But catching up in the chat, what are you guys taking a look at? Go ahead and keep throwing them up. Seeing that out there, KHC, yeah, it's tough. It's tough seeing that stock take a big hit. WBA being mentioned in the chat. Let's take a look at that one. I'm sure it's taking a beating, especially after I saw CVS taking that beating. Of course, Walgreens had made a big move up there towards 42. Rejected that one, two, three, four times trying to break out. You guys know the rule of three. I talk about it. If we don't get that, get a test of support. Breakdown of support, started to hold it as resistance. Boom, knockdown. Now we're holding this area as resistance, uh, 37.50. Knockdown. Let's see if we actually can cut through the 3430 area on the downside action. But definitely pharmaceutical retailers, not where I want to be. Let's take a look at RAD, right? Down back towards $3. This is one that had had a pop there towards 10 Now it's right back down. CVS probably also taking a beating on this. You guys can see CVS taking a hit right back down. UNH came out with earnings. Couldn't turn things around. Doesn't look good here in the healthcare plans. Cigna, I'd expect this one to start pulling back down after you see that UNH come right back down. ELV is another one that I would expect to start coming down also as these healthcare plans are all taking a hit. Walgreens, not looking good either. All right, let's keep going. I'll take a couple more from the chat. I see Dash being mentioned here. DoorDash getting a little bit of a bounce back. Not looking too bad here As it starts getting a little bit of a bounce here, we'll see what happens on this. doesn't look too bad, but you can see you're starting to run to kind of resistance. We'll look to see if we can get to the 60. I don't know if there's any news on DoorDash today. Let me just try to take a peek right quick, see if there's anything that stood out to me. Um, Let's see. Looks like there was some call sweeps earlier today around 56 and 61. So that would make sense. 56, of course, and 61 up here towards the resistance. We'll look to see if it actually makes that run. DoorDash getting a little bit of a lift today. All right. uh, One more here. EKS bringing in, of course, Mobileye. I've been keeping an eye on this one. Let's go ahead and see how we've been kind of doing on this one actually even drew the, this kind of pullback, was looking for an opportunity for it to kind of get the next spike. It did get that spike, but it's tough to play these, right? These are IPOs. I try not to mess around with these too much, but Mobileye has been strong. And this is actually interesting. It's been holding the pullbacks. We'll look to see if it eventually kind of cracks. So it's coming back down towards the 30s, but it has been strong as of late. Let's see if it can get the motor going towards that 36 plug says timothy let's take a look plug was having a good day earlier in the day now it's starting to pull back not a good looking wick there right so if you see this kind of big action to the upside that looks to me like fake out to the breakout but you guys can see that nice little push up really quickly short-lived right back down to 1667 we'll see what happens on these is this dash the january effect starting to come to an end that's what you need to think about we can think about it with stocks. Like, let's say like a, even it doesn't even need to be the dash for trash, right? Like, let's say like a stock like Roku made a nice move from the third, made about 27%. Is this coming to an end? Is Warner Brothers run come to an end, right? Has this gone too far? This was a nice little run. It was like a 30, 40% move. Will it just come right back down? Things like this, I'm starting to expect to start to crack. A big thing we'll show us there is on arc. Of course, you guys can look at stocks like, let's say, maybe Unity to start showing that kind of crack. Snow was one that I was thinking it was just going to pull right back. You guys see it pull right back down today. It tried to get motors going but couldn't do it. All right, there's one more here, Volta. Uh, Volta, I'll take a look at it. It's about 85 cents. Looks like it's trying to get back through the $1 uh acquired by shell thoughts Uh, i mean i have to do a little bit more deeper research into volta to really kind of give you an opinion i think this looks like it's trying to just get to that one dollar it can get to that one dollar hang out up there before kind of uh just so it doesn't disappear you know regulation control there will it get back to that one dollar once it gets to that one dollar i don't expect too much more from this one but we'll see what happens it could get up there towards around 115 That's still a nice little move from where we are right now. You're talking about 30%. We'll see if it gets the continued lift. EKSMTW. I don't know this one too much. Farm and heavy construction. Looks like it's playing a little bit of catch up after uh, it hasn't partaken in the rally. Now partaking in the rally. So not a bad one to keep watch. Good little uh, move there today. Farm and heavy construction machinery. One that I'll put on the radar. That's why it's important to understand industries, right? We could look into farm and heavy construction. And what do I do sometimes? I just just look at the RSI, right? I'll pull this to the left a little bit so that we can look at some of these names. But if we look at uh, farm and heavy construction, just gonna run through some of these so you guys can see the charts. A-R-T-W-H-Y, right? S H Y F Z E V. Lightning e motors, will this finally ever get going, right? We'll see what happens here in FEVI uh, and Farm and Heavy Construction XLS. There's your MTW getting a nice little push. CMCO, there's a couple of these that could get a nice little lift. Tex, a lot of these also in the heavy construction machinery. So it's not just Farm, right? We'll see what happens to these names TWI, Titan. This one doesn't look too bad. looks like it's trying to take that next step up through 17. And, of course, Caterpillar and the big boys, Deer, Hikar. What will happen to these names? OSK, Akash. Will this get a nice little lift back? Doesn't look too bad right now. All right, let's go to OP's names here. Apple and Amazon turning green. Apple and Amazon, let's go to it. Amazon, uh, I mean, I don't think this is actually turning green, but. Right now, it's kind of in the red. We'll see if it kind of able to bounce back. Should you short more? Well, it's up to you, right? If you think this is coming right back down to 126, that's a good opportunity. It's about 7% right back down. If you think this is coming back towards 140, the opportunity still here for 3% back up. We'll see if it actually gets t- through the trend line or does it just reject like Microsoft did, right? When Microsoft came back to that trend line, what did it do? It just rejected there. We'll see what happens today. Tesla getting hit down right back down here. Of course, we'll see what happens with Tesla as it was up there to 137 towards the bell and then just quick leak right back towards the 128. You really don't want to see it close back below 123s, I feel, because if it does, watch out. You could get hit back towards that 115. Good ticker, EKS. There you go. Nice mention there on that MTW. Great value stock makes lifts and cranes. Good to know. EKS, appreciate that extra information. All right, let's keep going. We'll get out of this. Let's go to the swing trade of the day as we only got uh, 10 minutes left here. Then I'll make sure that we cover some of the headlines that are still left out there. All right, so my swing trade of the day is going to go towards GE, GE team. So I'm actually going to be shorting GE on the swing. Already got in the position. So full disclosure, we'll see what happens there with General Electric. It hasn't been trading to these levels since November 2021 when I started seeing the tape start falling off of of that trade, right? Well, started looking around to see if we started to see some weakness. Let's go towards that, right? What would I do? Well, I'd look into industrials. What are industrials doing as of late? Well, I started seeing this downturn, right? This quick downturn from a nice little up move. I've also seen in like deer. I've also seen in cat start pulling back after it had a nice little lift, right? Well, I just looked at the XLI also and was like, well, I'm gonna be looking at industrials. What other ones are gonna be trading here? So I went to a three kind of chart outlook here and wanted to just kind of take a look at what? Honeywell, right? Well, you saw Honeywell just completely tanked today out the gates. This gave me signs that I wanted to go shorting in a stock in diversified industrials. What are some of the leaders there? Honeywell and, of course, GE, General Electric. So I went shorting off of based off of the daily. This has gone really far. If you look at it, essentially from October's lows, and if you draw it from October's low, this has been a 65% move. Could we retrace some of this? Yeah, I do feel like we could retrace some of it. Even to the 9 EMA, a really close... Uh, exponential moving average puts the move back towards 76.49. This has been a really strong move. So I took my shot today. Can't blame me for doing it, right? I'll show you guys that right now. And entries there is at the 80, uh, 80.17 level. And so I'll show you guys that. That was back down here when we started to cut through. Let me actually just take the drawings off here. Um, and, and that's what I started seeing. I started seeing this breakdown. I wanted to get 31s. But it flushed right through my levels. So on this bounce back, I got short on it. We'll see if it actually starts holding as resistance. What's my risk on this swing? Well, my risk is just going to be the high of the day, right? 81.18s. Shouldn't see it get back through that 81.18s. What does this give me? It's about a point on the risk side. But if we make this move from around 87.18s back down to 76. Let's just put it at that 76 to make it easy. That's about a four to one trade, right? Those are the trades that I like to look for team. Always looking for kind of four to one, three to one opportunities. We'll see what happens on GE. Will it just kind of push right back up? It definitely could. We'll see what happens towards the close. A lot of this was based also on the weakness, relative weakness that you saw in Honeywell. We'll look to see if this starts to break down. All right, that's the swing trade of the day. Catching up with the chat out there. What's going on? Looks to see uh looking around to see what you guys are talking about. MTW. Ah, looks like Eric likes that MTW. Looks like he actually has some uh personal attachment to it. Can't blame you. We'll see what happens on GE market looking week also. Yeah, one of the things is a stock that has been so strong, right? And it's not really a loved stock anymore, right? I think General Electric people still have it in their accounts cuz they probably got caught in it. Remember, this one did do a little bit of a split. It did a spin-off on the 4th. That stock did really well too. We didn't expect to see this kind of lift that continued. That was about 16%, 17% from that. We'll look to see if we get a little bit of a pullback. Even a, a 50% retracement of that move would be interesting. That puts us back down on the 50% towards 74. We'll look to see if we get that breakdown. All right, well, there you guys have it. My swing trade on the day. Last couple of headlines before I get out of here. It's 154. Did want to kind of mention that there is some headlines on IWM. It's falling after Morgan Stanley downgrade. Big five, sporting goods, pre-announcement. Didn't look good there. Um, We could take a look at that one. That's BGF. FB, you can take a look and you guys can see how that is coming down fast today, 924 now. This doesn't look good there for big five sporting goods. I'd actually be concerned about this company, especially in the long run. I don't know if they can survive. I don't know if they can battle with a company like Academy. Academy Sports is really good there um, for discounted kind of sporting goods. BKS will still kind of have that kind of advantage, right? They get better products. We'll see what happens if this trade even turns around. Nike has been so strong, right? Will this start pulling back a little bit now? We'll see what happens there. It's been a strong day for certain stocks, weak on others. I think something that we need to keep an eye out, is the dash for trash done? That was the question of the day, right? If we look at it, let's take a look, quick peek, triple B-Y, starting to come back down. When will it break the daily pattern? It would be that break of that low that we had 335. We get down there back towards 325, and this trade's definitely gone. GME showing the weakness now, not showing that strength that we got. You did get hourly pullbacks. We'll look to see if those hold. But even like an AMC had that nice little pop yesterday, got there to 650s today, 655, quickly right back towards 550. We'll see what happens on names like these. Carvana is also one definitely to keep on watch. Had that short squeeze. Can it continue? Had a couple of pops. Really needs to get back towards 820. If not, it could start letting go. We'll see what happens there. And like always, team, you guys can keep up with all the action. Guys, follow me on Twitter, Money Mitch at BZ, and of course, catch me a little bit later at 3:30 Eastern. I'll get through all the action in the market. We'll take tickers. And of course, I don't have Joel O'Connor today, so I don't mind going a little bit off the wagon there. I'll see you guys a little bit later today at 3.30 Eastern. Don't miss it. That's at the close. See you guys in a little bit. And appreciate you guys, especially some of our new listeners that are joining in. Eric S., appreciate you joining the show, giving some conversation in the chat. It's good to see you guys out there. Let's keep growing, like always, and building on our skills. See you next time, team. Hit the thumbs up on your way out. (laughs)